What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to The Huddle. It's your boy, Austin, and we are back for another episode. It has been a minute, I have to admit. Uh, we've been kind of off our game, but to be fair, there's been a lot going on. You know what I'm saying? We had a bunch going on in the economy with politics and everything going on like that. Recently, um, we've had people being frozen out of their, their homes and things like that with... Um, in texas and so uh right now we even just want to say that we're praying for you um those of you are that are in texas um that are going through what you're going through you know that it's it's not easy uh being in florida um we know how tragedy is uh, with hurricanes and and things like that so we know that it's not easy but we know that the lord provides through it all and he's there and he's going to send help but um Huddle family, guess what? I mean, I got something good for you. You know, if I'm going to be out for a while, and LA's not here, but he sends his love, he, he sends his regards. Uh, but you know, if we're not going to be here for a while, we got to bring something fresh. You got to bring something uh, new and cool for you. So today, I have a guest with me. It's not just me. Um, I know y'all are sad because y'all like to hear me ramble, but it's not just me today. I brought some help. And I told y'all in another episode, I don't know if y'all remember, but I said that this person would make a guest appearance. And we have, y'all ready for this? The one, the only, Brenna Watson. Hello. Yes, Brenna Watson. <laughs> if y'all don't know, this is this is my girlfriend, y'all. Soon to be wife. Amen. Lord willing. But I have her here to help me. And uh, we're going to have a good time here. That's all right. I agree. We're going to have a good time. Okay, cool, cool, cool. So y'all know how we do. The first segment of the huddle is Hear Me Out. And since I have a guest, I want to let you go first. Is there anything that you want to be heard out about? Yes. Um, Hear Me Out. Blue Raz is the best Dum Dum Pop flavor. Oh. Also, number two, um, Sour Patch Kids should be eating, eaten by flavor and color and not popped in your mouth altogether. And number three, hold on, Mike and Ike's are not the best candy in the world. Okay. Contrary to popular belief. Wow. So, Huddle, um, this will be the first and last time. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, she's throwing some shots over here because she knows I love Mike and Ike's. She knows I love Sour Patches, and I just shoved them in my mouth, and she knows that I am not a fan of Blue Raz. Blue Raz, really? Babe, it's so good. Out of all the things in the world, you chose to put Blue Raz out there. As a dum-dum pop. Ugh. Also, they're color-coordinated for a reason. I mean, for different flavors, but it's like the rainbow. You know how Skittles taste the rainbow? You just No, but Skittles are the same flavor. Oh, are they? Yes, I'm pretty positive. I know they're not because when you get a lime, you're like, Ugh. I was about to say, I didn't yeah, know no, they're not the same flavor. They do taste like the same flavor though when you pop them in your mouth. But Sour Patch Kids definitely have a different flavor. Okay, okay. Well, you know, I'll just leave you at this. Okay. We're all different. We all, nobody, none of us are perfect, okay? We all make mistakes. We all fall short of the glory of God. Romans 3 23, amen. I mean, we can have church and it's okay. And I will, pr- I know, now I know how to pray for you. Ditto. Because, because <laughs> look, Huddle fam, y'all just if y'all listening right now, stretch your hand out towards Brenna and just Austin. Your hands. Please, thank you, fam. <laughs> she likes blue rap. But anyway, second, all right, let's just move on because that's crazy, and that wasn't that wasn't planned. But you know, the second segment is called "That's 
crazy. Do you have anything, any crazy news stories, any crazy uh, facts that you want to let us know? I don't have any facts, but if you're from Florida and you stepped outside today and it was close to 100 degrees after we just had a snowfall, um, that's crazy. That is crazy. I mean, you know how Florida is, though. Florida I know. Is, you can't I just wasn't expecting kind of, it. I wasn't either, but it is what it is. I have something that's kind of crazy. It's probably not any of my business, but <laughs> I think it's going to help us segue into what we're talking about. Um, something that's crazy I saw in the news was that Kim Kardashian was filing for divorce from my guy Kanye. And I thought it was so crazy because he had just come out and you know he gave his life to christ and he started doing sunday service and it seemed like they were on the up and up and i don't necessarily keep up with them like that um but i thought that that would be what helped their relationship and sadly um you know they're going through a, a divorce it seems so that's pretty crazy to me um but i'm praying for them i pray that that is not the end that they fight for their marriage and, and that other people don't just say, well, I told you so, but yeah. they choose to pray for them and um, and hopefully they'll they'll get through that. But um, speaking of Kim and Kanye, you know, a lot of people looked at their relationship, um, not everybody, but there were quite a few people who looked at their relationship and said that's relationship goals. Mm. You know, they looked at the different relationships they'd been in previously and are like, well, eventually you just find somebody that's for you. Right. Mm-hmm. And, um, and and so I think that, like, when we look at celebrities in general, we look at people in the media and even movies, um, there's this idea of soulmates. Um, there's this idea of, of relationship goals, as I said. Um, shameless plug here. Mike Todd is the guru of Woo-hoo. relationship goals. If you have not bought his book, go ahead and buy his book, Relationship Goals. He will teach you everything you need to know about relationship goals. But anyway, that just made me, and I think a lot of people wonder at some point, um, are soulmates real? Our soulmates, is that a real thing or is that something that we have just like fabricated in our minds? Like, obviously, y'all know that we are together, so this wasn't planned. We're going off the top here, but what is your take on soulmates? Well, I feel like you're my soulmate because I couldn't imagine being in relationship with anyone else um, ever. It feels just new and fresh and like it was meant to be. Um, so, I I think of you as my soulmate. Now, I don't know biblically if there's anything to support that. Um, Well, I do know that the Lord will bring you someone that is made for you. I I do believe that. Mm -hmm. Um, Whether that term means soulmate or not, I'm not sure. But I think you're my soulmate, so. I love that, baby. And um, not to make this all about us, but just going off of what you said, um, if we look biblically at the beginning— um, every a lot of the questions we have about the way the world works can be answered in the first three chapters of Genesis. And if we look in the beginning with Adam and Eve, um, before Eve was in the picture, Adam had a number of ribs. And then it says the Lord put him to sleep and he took out one of Adam's ribs and made Eve from that rib that he took out. Yeah. So if we're looking at just that, 
we can we can argue, and some theologians argue, you know, that Eve was already a part of Adam, and so when you know when she came out, she was already you know that missing piece, so to speak. She yeah. wasn't necessarily missing, but she was just in another form. Mm, um, that's good. So she was that rib that he was missing per se, but in just a different form, in female form, and so um, I believe if we're going off of that model. I believe that God has certain people, like he says in Genesis 2.18, that will be a helper suitable for, they'll be helpers for each other. Right. And um, and, and so going off of that biblically, um, that's my supporting um, verse, if you will, or supporting source of soulmates. Um, I think that they're real. Yeah. I just think that a lot of us don't wait long enough. That's good. I agree. I really do agree. Um, waiting's hard. Waiting mm-hmm. takes patience. Um, takes you to, through that season of singleness, mm-hmm. which can accompany loneliness mm-hmm. if you're not careful. And it's rough. It can be rough if you're not founded on the Lord and waiting. Mm-hmm. That's good. Um, I think we can speak to a lot of people here and just being honest that we didn't wait. Mm-hmm. Um before we, I mean, obviously we, we'd be That's lying right. if we said, oh yeah, I just waited and I was so faithful to the Lord and then I just found myself. Right. That wasn't the case for no. either one of us. Mm-hmm. Um, we both ended up in relationships that were not beneficial, mm-hmm. what a culture would call toxic. Right. Um, Very. We were both in relationships like that. So one thing I want to ask you is what did you learn from that relationship? What not to do. What not to do, okay. What not to um, want. That sounds um, bad, but it made me truthfully realize that, for one, without the Lord, I have nothing. Mm. Um, and especially in a relationship without that foundation, you have nothing. So um, I learned how to be treated, how I wanted to be loved. Um, I learned how the Lord loves me and how it was completely different from how I was being loved. Mm. Um, oh, I just learned everything, what not to do, Mm. um, what I didn't want Mm. really. Wow. That's, that's, uh, that's good. I I can say that I learned the same. Um, I think that there's so much and, and it's not one of those things that you can pack in one episode. Um, but I think that there's so much that you can learn by not doing things the right way. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not the way that God intends, right. but I think that a lot of wisdom comes from falling mm-hmm. and from making those wrong decisions. I agree. Um, because when you do make those wrong decisions and you get into the wrong relationships and you know you you do live a type of lifestyle that's not beneficial, you kind of see why your parents said what they said. Yes. Um, you see even why the Bible says a lot of the things that the Bible says. Mm-hmm. Um, it's easy to look at the Bible as just a, a book of rules and a book of suggestions. And, <laughs> suggestions and, and, and do's and don'ts. Yeah. A book that's black and white. Um, but I think a lot of the decisions that we make are black and white. And we say that it's complicated when in reality it's not. It's not. Um, it's either life-giving or it's not. Amen. I um, Throughout that relationship that I was in... I um, had this 
sign. It's now hanging in my room. You've probably seen it, but it's First Corinthians 13 and goes on. Um, but it says, you know, love is patient, love is kind. Everyone hears that. They try to put it towards their relationships a lot of times. Um, but I remember I would look at that sign and I don't remember why I bought it. I was just in Hobby Lobby one day and my relationship had, it was not even close mm. to that <laughs> verse. Like it wasn't even near there. Um, but something just the Lord, we, mm. you know, we say something just told me, well, it was God. Mm-hmm. Um, he said, pick up that sign, buy it. It's mm. like, oh, okay. So I did. And I remember having it, you know, um, posted right mm-hmm. where I could see it. And um, I'd look at it every day and I was like, and someone told me, put their name in the place of love, mm. whoever you're with. And if they can't match most of those boxes, mm. that's probably not love. Mm. And um, I remember struggling with myself because I was like, oh, I can make this fit somewhere though. Like mm-hmm. with time, like it'll come. Um, but that's not the case. Now, when I look at that, the hanging in my room, um, I can put your name towards it and you fit all of those boxes. Mm. Not that we're perfect, not that we're perfect people, mm-hmm. but in the end, um, we do strive for patience. Mm-hmm. We do strive for kindness. Um, we do strive for gentleness, self-control, um, mm-hmm. things as such. And so that verse really stuck out to me in my relationship um, and helped me in the waiting process mm-hmm. to find someone that I could plug their name into it and, um, and fit. Once mm-hmm. I found that, I knew it was, it was right. Wow. That's, that's very good. Um, I know that probably really encouraged some people in those waiting seasons, those periods of waiting and some people, you know, enduring, uh, in things that you probably shouldn't be in. But anyways, <laughs> um, you said something helping you. I think that's the key. I think that's a key that a lot of us miss when it comes to relationships. I believe that all God relationships are intended to help us, right. you know, whether that's an intimate relationship or just regular friendships mm-hmm. or even, you know, parents to children. The design is to help each other. Right. It's not um, something where you're looking to, to get something, to receive something. And, and I think that's what... Um, that's what makes us miss the idea of a soulmate. Mm. I think that when we think of a soulmate, we think of somebody who can meet all of our desires and all of our needs and our wants. And so we're looking for this perfect person to meet all the things that I want done in life Mm. and all the things that I want done to me. Um, But a telltale sign from my personal experience is a sign of someone being a soulmate is when you put your desires aside to say, I just want to serve this person. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Um, that was a difference for me. Um, in, in my previous relationship where I learned, like you said, how not to be loved. Yeah. Um, I, I was look, I went into it looking for what I could gain. Mm. I went into it, um, there's some guys probably thinking like this, but I looked for how I could rescue somebody. Oh, that's good. And it wasn't just for the sake of helping them, but it was to make myself feel secure, mm-hmm. make myself feel better than honestly them. Yeah. Um, and almost feel like anything they did for me in return 
was earned, you know, and, and so it didn't come from a place of, hey, I just want to serve this person because they're already going somewhere. They're already aware that they're loved and, you know, what God is calling them to mm-hmm. is going to be heavy. It's going to be hard. But it came from a place of, oh, this person is broken. Um, yeah. I'm broken. I know what it's like to be broken. Let me go and fix them. Mm. I think that comes along with the waiting process, though, tying mm-hmm. into that. Um, and it also kind of ties into Kanye and Kim, really. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't have one broken person in a relationship and someone else be completely whole mm-hmm. um, because that do- it doesn't fit. Right. Um, you can't have one person trusting you on the, on the Lord and um, wanting to walk in one path and then the other walking in the other. It mm. may look like they're supporting them. It may look like that, you know, they're going to Sunday church, they're mm. posting the songs, they're dancing, they're singing along to it. But that doesn't mean that they're following in the path of the Lord as well. So those mm. paths are going opposite ways. Wow. They're not going in the same direction. Mm. Um, so ultimately it will either start to crumble a little bit. Mm. Like we may be seeing in the news headlines. I mean, we don't know what's going on with them. Who knows? But mm-hmm. um, speaking from person to person, you know, if you're not whole and I was or I was whole and you weren't, our relationship wouldn't be mm-hmm. how it is now. Mm-hmm. I think that's really profound what you said, because the truth is wholeness can only come from one person. Amen. And, and that's Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that we fool ourselves when we believe that we have the tools to make someone whole. Yes. And to to yes. give them what we get we got so freely. Yep. Um because the thing is the hole that is missing is um forgiveness. Mm. Is acceptance. Yes. And we can be accepted only so much on this side of eternity um until it's still just not enough. I'll give you an example. There are many um celebrities that are seemingly accepted by culture, that are seemingly accepted by um, the popular majority, yet take their lives. Mm. Because there's a certain acceptance that you need in your soul that no man can give you. Yeah. It's an acceptance that says you are fully known, the good, the bad, the ugly, and still loved. Yeah. I think... The pe- a lot of the times the people that we admire, the thing that's accepted is their good side, so mm. to speak. Um, it's them when they're not depressed. It's right. them when they're not upset or aggravated or frustrated. It's them when they're not um, on their worst day. That's the part of them that's accepted. And so it can seem like, oh, wow, they have everything they need, but they don't have anybody who can see them vulnerable and yeah. still love them without wanting them to you know, be somebody else or, you know, get up real quick so I can love you. Yeah. I love you when you're down too. Um, and I think that's something that's cultivated in the person that God sends for you. Mm. The, the person that God has for you. Um, it's a process, you know, it's easy to be like, Oh, I feel like this person is my soulmate when you first meet each other and you don't really know that much about each other. And we like see- all the same things. Yeah, oh my gosh. Yeah. We like Coke, like, Coca-Cola, y'all. Yeah, yeah. You like Coke, <laughs> Not the I other like Coke. Coke. I don't know. Maybe um, some people. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, yeah. We, but. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, you can have a connection. You yeah. can have chemistry. You can right. have um, even 
brokenness in common. Mm-hmm. Um, but that is such a, a weak foundation because all it takes is a little bit of your humanity to show. And we see if we're willing to actually do this thing with a person. Right. It's very downplayed. Mm-hmm. The term soulmates is is very downplayed. They're like, oh, they're my soulmate. Mm-hmm. People say it. They throw it at anything. Right. Um, I don't think they really understand the meaning of a soulmate. It's just a common term, mm-hmm. especially in culture nowadays. You like the same things I do. Ugh, soulmates. It feels right. Yeah. Um, there's a there's a sermon on YouTube called Five Keys to Identify Soulmates. So good, by, y'all. <laughs> yes, by by Pastor Torre, um, Torre Roberts, and he really breaks down this thing that we're talking about. Mm-hmm. We're just having conversation based on our experience, but he really breaks it down. Um, and I will say one of the things that he said um, that really stuck out to me was, if it's a soulmate, you can let it go. Yeah. And not in the sense of I throw you away because I don't like something you did. But if God told me that you weren't the one right now and I still wanted you so bad, I could say, okay, I trust that you'll bring it back. That's so good. If it's actually for me. Um, And so I think that with a a soulmate that God sends, um, there's no fear. There's no fear of losing the person. There's no fear of you being too much. Um, There's no fear of uh, showing your true colors, so to speak, and that being overwhelming for the person. Because the Word of God says that there is no fear in love. Right. And so if there's fear, is it really love? Um, Love is a choice. I was talking to one of my buddies the other day, and um, he had been going through some things with with this girl and she didn't know if she loved him um and they had already had some some history up to to this point and 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 what i what i told him to encourage him was that love is a choice Hmm. i think that we get to a point where we say well i don't know if i love them because we have not made the choice to um be committed to knowing them and learning about them like no matter what that's good you know what i mean and i think that's something that needs to be said um that sometimes misunderstood is that we'll have this perfect person like soulmate just sounds like oh perfect person for me and all it's like they might be perfect for you but they're not going to be perfect right like they're there none of us are perfect we all sin we all fall short of the glory of god like we mentioned earlier um meaning that we're all going to mess up yeah um, but the, I'll say this because some people are like, yeah, see, I knew that's why I wanted to stay with Jerome because we all mess up. <laughs> like the thing that I'm saying is even when you're striving to do better, even when you are submitted to the Holy Spirit and even when you are, you know, seeking after God and trying to do things the right way, there are mm-hmm. times where you have weakness. Yeah. But you're trying. Yes. Now, if Jerome is not trying and Jerome is just like, oh, well, you know, I'm doing my thing. Mm-hmm. She's always going to be here no matter what I do. I'm going to Tiffany's house after mm-hmm. this. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to Shelby's house next week. He's not even trying. He doesn't even have a relationship with the Lord from the fruit of Say that. Say it louder for the people in the back. You know, so I, I just want disclaimer, you know, you got to be equally yoked. Mm. Yeah. There, are, there are still... Um, 
the weakness of our flesh and an equally yoked union. You get what I'm saying? No, I agree. Yeah. But um, I feel like we were kind of all over the place with that. We were so that, all over the place. But it's. <laughs> but I think there was so like it's it's one of those things that's so much that goes into it. Yes. Um, that it's hard to get it all in one conversation. Yes, talking about waiting ends up leading to the finding that ends up leading to all of the in between. Mm-hmm. So it can be a tough subject to talk about in just a couple of minutes really but basically just wait yeah. and stay founded on the lord um your strength comes through him always pray about it i mean one of the things that i would do when i was single um was i would constantly pray just for my future husband i know people say that a lot um and it may sound cliche but i did i would always just pray that truthfully he would um put his faith and his love for the Lord before me, that I would meet someone that um, would always choose, really choose the Lord over me. That mm-hmm. comes with the fear of losing them, you know, um, kind of incorporates that a little bit. But um, I always wanted someone that put the Lord first. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'd always pray for that and be like, Lord, just let him love you so much. Let him love you as much as I love you. Mm-hmm. Um, let him be running towards you. Um, because if he's running... I should be running too. Mm-hmm. We should be together. That's how we'd meet. You know, if mm-hmm. I'm behind, if I'm if I'm over there stopped, something's bothering me, I'm stuck in my loneliness, and he's continuing to run for the Lord, I'm never going to meet him. Mm-hmm. Um, our paths just aren't going to cross like that. Because um, he's going to be running, and I'm going to be stopped. Because mm-hmm. I'm going to be worrying about other things. So just keep your focus pointed towards the Lord, mm-hmm. and keep running towards the Lord, not towards a husband. You should mm-hmm. be running towards God. Wow. That's really good. Um, I know there were seasons when I felt like I was running towards the idea of a wife mm-hmm. um, and not necessarily running towards God just because I wanted God right. um, for what he could give me. Yes, that's good. That's a good point. No, yeah. that's a really good point. Mm-hmm. It can be very misconstrued. Right, you right. run towards the Lord so he can fulfill your desire of having a husband or a wife, mm-hmm. but I mean full-on submission, running mm-hmm. towards just the Lord um, with your desires to the side, but mainly just trusting in mm-hmm. Him right. that if you continue to run, He wants to give you all of these things. Mm-hmm. I remember we would talk about how He just, we would talk about how um, He wants to give us our desires. He wants mm-hmm. to give us our person. Like He knows mm-hmm. what we want in our heart. Um but we just have to be submitted to him. We have to submit mm-hmm. those things to him mm-hmm. and continue to run towards him. That's right. That's, that's very, very true. Um, and here's the thing. God wants you more than he wants to give you the desires of your heart. Mm-hmm. Not that he doesn't want to, but he wants you more. And so um, it's like, a, it's like a, um, a good parent. A good parent wants you to be happy. They want you to smile. And so they want you to be able to go outside. And play. Yeah. Because that's something that you want to do, but they know that it's going to be freezing outside. So it's like a parent in Texas knowing that this ice storm is about to happen. And the child's like, I want to go outside. I want to go outside. I want to go outside. It's not that they don't want you to go outside um, and they don't want you to be happy, but they know that they're t- like they're, the timing is off. Mm. Um, and if you go out there too soon, you'll get hurt. Yeah. 
Um, and if I bring your husband too soon, y'all will just hurt each other. Right. And so um, he wants you more than he wants to give you the desires of your heart. Not that he doesn't, but he knows when to give it to you. Yes, in his timing. In his timing. That's that's the thing. You just got to trust the Lord. And, um, and really, the true trust, the true test says, even if you don't. You have to have an even if you don't love with mm, the Lord. Like, that's Lord, good. You know the desires of my heart, but even if I don't get married, yes, I still love you. I still trust you. Yes. Because you know that maybe that's not for my good. Right. I remember also when I would pray over, y'all, I, I clearly really wanted a relationship. <laughs> that was one of the desires of mine. Um, but I didn't make it my focus because I knew that if I made it my focus, I wasn't focusing on the Lord all the way. But um, I remember... I would pray about, um, what'd you just say? Even if you don't. Oh, yes. Thank you. Okay. That even if he didn't, like if that wasn't in his wheelhouse for me, that he would make me content in my singleness, Mm. that he would continue to um, light that fire inside me for him, that I'd be content with um, just it being me and the Lord. I prayed for that contentness Mm -hmm. in my life as well. Mm. That's very, very important. Um, And I know we talked a lot about soulmates and about just relationship in general, but um, I believe that there is so much more that God can teach you through your own personal experiences. Everybody's situations are different, um, and God has different timelines for everybody. You know, y'all could be looking at your timeline. It seems like everybody's getting engaged. Everybody's getting married. And when is it going to happen for me? Yeah. Um, But God is waiting for a reason. And um, I think you and I, Brenna, can speak for a lot of people or just really from our personal experiences say that waiting is worth it. Um, Waiting is so worth it. It is unlike anything you could ever imagine. Mm Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, I know that when we crossed paths, I was in a place where I was done searching for a girlfriend. A while. Like I was Same. done searching for that. And I used to always tell people, my next girlfriend is going to be my wife. Same. You know, might, as well, <laughs> might not even, there's no point in even saying fiance because we know where we're going. Yeah, um, that's so true. But I was just so done. I said, you know, Lord, um, whatever. Yeah. If this is you, then so be it. Um, but I'm I'm done looking. I'm, and and let me say this too. I meant to say this earlier. The word of God says, "He who finds a wife finds a good thing." Mm-hmm. Not he who searches or looks. That's good. Um, finding is discovery. Finding is is almost like stumbling upon something, and that's what happened with us. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that there's some people out there who's like, oh, I'm going to go out here and be found. But you want somebody <laughs> to like stumble upon you. Yeah. And like you were saying, you want to be running a race. But anyway, we can talk forever about we this. We could. <laughs> um, you know, we'll probably have another episode where we talk a little bit more about this. Um, you know, specifically about one of those aspects we talked about. But we would not be the huddle if we did not give you strategy. So as you know, number one, we can't do anything we can't go anywhere if we don't pray. Amen. Number one is always to pray. Yes. Number two, what you got? The wait is worth it. Always. 
continue to wait, continue to pray, um, continue to keep your focus on the Lord. The wait's worth it. The wait is worth it. That's awesome. Number three, I would say, believe that the Lord knows best. Believe that the Lord knows best. Um, he knew Adam. Mm-hmm. He, he knew that it wasn't good for Adam to be alone. And he knew how to develop somebody that was good for him. Yeah. Adam didn't know what he needed. No, we don't know what we want. We don't know what we need. We don't. No. Adam could have been looking at a giraffe and like, we, hmm. <laughs> that no, looks that's nice. But, <laughs> but, that you know, neck. <laughs> But, but God knew. God knew that Eve was who he knew. Yeah. And so we just have to trust and believe that um, God knows better. That's good, man. So um, that's all that we have for you. Thank you so much for being on this episode with me. No problem. Um, Thanks for inviting me. Absolutely. I'm sure that we will see more of her uh, sooner than later. But um, we want to pray for you before we let you go. And uh, we just pray that y'all got something out of this. All right. Definitely. You want to pray? I'll pray if you don't. I just want to give. Why you is he trying to put me on the spot like that, y'all? <laughs> He's like, you want to make a podcast today? Two minutes before, I'm like, sure. And then, then he looks at me for point number two, and I'm like, oh, I didn't know go over strategy either. So sure. You got this, babe. I'll pray. You do this all the time. Let's get it. <laughs> Dear Lord, thank you for this day. Um, thank you for Austin. Thank you for this podcast in LA. Thanks for LA. Um, Thank you for all the people listening right now that they've come listening with open ears um, and an open heart to receive whatever that you've spoken through us, Lord. Um, I ask that you continue to instill in anybody listening and in us um, waiting. Um, allow us to wait. Allow us to have patience. Um, just allow us to let you move and to let you work in our lives to where that we wait for that person um, that you bring to us or we just become content in our search for you in our race for you Lord that we become content in knowing that you're enough always Um, Lord I ask you to just um, continue to put your hand over our single fellas and women out there Um, let them not to seek Again, instill in them patience, Lord. Um, ask you these things in your precious holy name. Amen. Amen. That was beautiful. She's giving me the, uh, the side eye over here, y'all. Y'all don't know that. Y'all can't see nothing. <laughs> but no, that was a beautiful prayer. Thank you once again for being on here with me. Um, you're awesome. I'm sure that your prayer touched the hearts of so many people. And uh, the huddle, thank you guys for tuning in. <laughs> if you're still listening, you're a real one. And until next time, peace. Peace.